too much. John, too it much looks face. like you're fondling your breasts. What the fuck? I know. Do you have breast cancer? Sore. We just talked about this. I'm sore. I've you been working check out. Every Is that six your months. Cosmo, Calvin? Oh my god, no it's not It's actually Anna's boyfriend's But I won't be reading it <laughs> I was with them when he, when he gifted her this From He went for jewel pods And he's like, here I got you something That is the, the most special 2020 thing I've ever heard It turns out they're still publishing actual physical copies of Cosmo I magazine I will say this though Is that this Cosmo is probably the most multicultural I've ever seen a Cosmo I mean, I haven't read a Cosmo in decades I think Weeks. about it <laughs> it is it but is like, amazing it? how every page can cover a new STI that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Professional Friends, everyone. Yay. I'm Carolina Hidalgo, and in front of me is Calvin Cato. Uh, circumcised and ready to deliver. That has nothing to do with STIs, by the way. That's but page very good. seven. Page seven of this Cosmo. Oh, okay. Apparently, we're going to flip through the magazine with John Bivacqua. Yeah, and a lot of perfume inserts from, it appears, 1999 when people <laughs> used to do that in Excuse Cosmo. you, what is wrong with Chanel? <laughs> and Anna Paratori. It's great because it tells you what eyeshadow I should wear with What like, STI. <laughs> It's nice. <laughs> but it also does mention it has a lot more queer content than I've ever seen before. About time, damn it. Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed that. It was like something about like LGBTQ plus health. And is it, question, is it just because June is coming? Is this the June issue? So they're like, let's cover some gay shit. No, yeah. but they also have something about black hair too. So I'm like, they're too late for February. So I guess, I don't know. It's their okay. pride issue. I, I love this new you podcast. Want, should we pass? <laughs> Cosmo Weekly. Speculating on magazines is not really my thing. It's the it's vaginal not? Bible. <laughs> it is totally fine. It's just a magazine, guys. It is. It's full. Yes. Why oh, are man. you so jealous of Cosmo, Carolina? Seriously. Because they'll never read my cover letter. <laughs> that is why. Listen, so. let's just read the horoscopes and try to really hard to identify. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a way to mold that into my own personality. Wait, what's your sign again? I'm a Virgo Leo cusp. Awesome. I it, I know it's very <laughs> specific. I guess. No, I appreciate. It. I'm a cusp too. What are you? Cancer Leo. Oh uh-huh. oh, so it's like a wedge of Leo here. Mm-hmm. Are we at a pickup bar? This is. <laughs> I'm a I'm a gonorrhea syphilis rising. No. Oh, that's so funny. I'm a gonorrhea falling chlamydia rising. Yeah. Yeah, oh. but what eyeshadow will you wear with that? <laughs> Electric blue. <Duh. laughs> Page sixty eight says. <laughs> So, guys, uh, I know we've all been in mourning all day. <laughs> it's been obvious that we've been trying to deny our real feelings because we had we had some very bad news this week. Yes. One of our favorites that we've ever looked up to are um, be- the beloved great actor, lovable, everybody, everything person and great writer. Charles Grodin passed. Yes. Oh. Okay, I just have to remember, he was the one in Beethoven, right? <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God, Calvin. It's Charles Grodin. This is the guy. He was in Dave. He was in The Heartbreak Kid. Have you ever seen? Um, he was in Louie, too, if we're allowed to talk about Louie anymore. Oh, the show? Yeah. He was in The mu- the Muppet. There was a whole He Muppet was in my thing. favorite Muppet film, The Great Muppet Caper. With a, oh, okay. He had a love I, story with Miss Piggy, my idol. He, he, I'm I, fairly certain. He wasn't, but was he not in Beethoven? Yes, he was definitely okay, in see, Beethoven. Okay, there we go. I, I knew. <laughs> Why is Beethoven your only point of reference for this man? Because there was like 25 of them, and he was in so many. Was he in all of them? <laughs> he was in pretty much all of them. I loved him in The Lonely Guy with... Um, the Lonely Guy. 
guy. Steve Carell. Steve Carell? No, Steve. Yeah. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. I missed that one. The lonely I that guy. One the lonely guy. Yeah, it was written by Steve Martin too. Like he did like a like there was like a I don't know a time where he was just pumping them out. Steve Martin. Um, did the lonely guy? Dead man don't wear plaid. At the same time. Oh, was that when he did the jerk? Was that around the same time? Yeah, like it was like the lonely guy is like the later seventies, but it's a it's a beloved movie to yeah. me about like two confirmed bachelors that realize it might not happen. And obviously, like, Charles Grodin is the best sort of lonely. He's the lonely guy that's like, this is what you got to do. You got to get some ferns. These are the movies that every teen girl watched, <laughs> right? Oh, he was in Rosemary's Baby. Yes. Okay, now this is coming together. Okay, okay so it's finally getting there. Yeah. Yes, I re- I Midnight re- Run. Oh, Midnight Run. Yeah, yes. he, he, was, he was, I mean, I was always a fan. Like, even Marcus and I, we were doing our Charles Grodin impressions when we heard the news can we hear your yes please i'll try it Uh, the one that we did i don't want to die why why do i got why why how about that that that? was good that was good yeah no i I don't want to do it oh you know it's always a thing sounds like you're doing me yeah, actually. <laughs> is it me? No, because John, you do want to die sometimes. I, I am not an Whoa. impressionist. <laughs> that did come out pretty heavy and pretty true. Jeez. I told you about when I did a birthday party and the kids are using this new slang. K Y S K Y S. Kill yourself. Oh no, really? Mm-hmm. That is so I don't bad. Think that's that new. That's old school. That's can't kill yourself. That's from the people from before Jackass. What? That's yeah. been around? Yeah, it's yeah, been around forever. KYS? Can't kill yourself. Because yeah, you were yeah. watching The Lonely that's Guy. That's from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you missed were, the whole thing. You were watching all these, like, you know, silly, inane, uh, you know, slapstick comedies. You didn't realize that there was a whole bunch of slacker skaters doing all this shit. Wait, see, if Johnny Knoxville dies, I will be sad. Um, yeah? I like, so, I'm so surprised that's yours? he's alive. Uh, well, he switched over to, like, real acting instead oh. of, you know, hitting himself in the balls constantly. Uh, in real acting? What? <laughs> What what heavy hitters has he been yeah. in? Yeah, he was in Men in Black too. Yeah. <laughs> As a real actor, he was nominated for that. For what? Men in Black too. He played special effects. He was yeah, the alien the with the two aliens. heads. I love oh. how I can remember this, and you're all like, "How dare you disrespect Charles Grodin by calling him Beethoven?" <laughs> Wait, but K K Y S. I had never heard kids saying it to each other. Like they were like Calvin K Y S. Is I that mean, how they used to use it? I don't know if they said it I don't it know. That way. I mean, I honestly wasn't on that side of the We were KYS never fence. invited to hang out <laughs> with them. It's just we were aware of it. But they were just quietly saying, kill yourself. And, like, they're all, like, eight. And one kid, like, came up to us. Jesus. It was, like, during Ramadan, I think. And oh. we were, like, everybody was finally breaking their fast and eating. And that's always my favorite part because everybody's, like, please eat, eat. And they're like, can you stay till like midnight? And we're like, no, but like, we'll eat. Um, Cause you know, it's just, it's a late night. It starts yeah. late. Right. Um, so we get to eat. And then this one kid who's looking sad, starts trying to hang out with us. And we're like, yo buddy, what's going on with you? And he's like, they just keep telling me KYS. And we're like, what does that mean? And he's like, Aww. it means kill yourself. That is not That's good. Rough. And so we were like, literally like in, and we're like, well, 
those kids suck, man. Yeah. You clearly rock. You're hanging out with the clowns. <laughs> so what did you do to better this situation for the so, poor kid? So, you know, then they put us in a small room while all the, like, adults got drunk in the banquet hall. And all the kids started screaming, like, KYS at each other. And me and my partner had to be like, if someone says kill yourself again, no one is getting cotton candy. That's actually, that's a, that's a credible threat. There you go. And Anna, does this make you want to be a parent now? KYS. <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted to say that to someone. I, but I just couldn't believe it. We were just like, if someone says KYS right now, I swear to God, I'm I can't kill help you. but think that has something to do with uh, the internet. That's like a greater well, that's, like, that's a bold a thing statement. For, John. <laughs> <laughs> that's like you know these kids are all grown up on Reddit mm. now. Yeah. So I you got to write KYS because you can't. You've got to breathe. There's no time, Calvin. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is something like you see like online a lot. Like, for example, if someone says like an opinion that's like negative or that like people think is unwarranted, they're like, you should kill yourself. So like I've seen it like in Twitter, like I've never seen KYS, but I've seen people say like, you know, for example, if they say something like super like racist or sexist, like you'll see people respond with kill yourself. So extreme. Wow. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I mean, not that I'm like a Reddit frequenter, but like. Strange enough, it happens a lot on political blogs. Like, you'll go see- figure. <laughs> yeah, that we. Fi- yeah, that I know. Can't believe that. Like, usually, if it's someone who like espouses some like ultra conservative thing, where they're like, "I don't see why women need to like control their own bodies," and then people will say, "Kill yourself," and as a response, right? Uh, it's all extremes. Yeah. Well, that's what it is when uh, the right, the act of violence or the wanting of violence is when you don't have words. Yeah. Because uh, some people <laughs> lack them, and then you come up with letters, apparently. <laughs> Which is even worse. <laughs> you should bring Carolina next time to talk to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do that. In okay. her Charles Grodin voice. <laughs> <laughs> that would go really well with the kids. I don't want to hang out with kids. <laughs> They're like, I thought Johnny Knoxville was coming. Who's this? <laughs> he, but you know, the, truly, the true test of an actor is how well they do with the Muppets. And he is, if you watch that movie, he is flawless. He's interacting with those Muppets like they are just... Humans. Yeah. Humans. And we're talking about Charles Grodin and not Johnny Knoxville. I'm talking about Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh, good. So why She's do you alive, have right? such an affinity for Miss Piggy? That's a really personal question. Um, can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> why? Because she's um, a feminist icon. Mm-hmm. And I identify with her strongly. Do you like the fact she has like 50 million outfits? Yes. I like that she's tough and sarcastic, but she always... Uh, looks fabulous and feminine. Hmm. hmm, that's fair. How does that sound? All right. And good. her and Kermit have a very, um, you know, unhealthy relationship. Well, I would say atypical. <laughs> <laughs> but the gender norms, you know, Piggy's in love, but she's in charge. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How does hmm. that sound? I yeah, it sounds uh, a okay. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. We're gonna totally She's the hero support. of that film as well, the Great Muppet Caper. Well, I feel like she's the hero of most of the Muppet films. Let's be honest. Well, obviously, like <laughs> I can't think of anywhere she was like not a villain, but even a side character. Really, like she's kind of like always kind of front and center. Yeah, and she's a bit of a. I mean, she's certainly a gay icon because she wears a lot of sequins, and yet she manages to save the day. She doesn't have to sacrifice the sequins. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Mm. She's right. not dead, is she? No. What are you yes. guys trying to tell me? 
Uh, well, I just wanted to know since this week was a it was a weird week. I mean, I know Charles Grodin was eighty six years old. Yes, he was bound to die eventually. But, but it was <gasps> a shock to the system. Yeah, but I mean, was there ever like a celebrity death that like really shocked you? Uh, Michael Jackson, I remember, really shocked me. Like, <clears throat> and I mean, I know obviously, like you know, looking back on it, like it's it was obviously he had like you know issues in terms of, like addictions to pr- prescription drugs right. and stuff like that. But I still remember like. It was like June and I was like temping at this job. Um, it was like a writing job. And I remember like it like came up like on I forget where it was like the news or something. But I remember like everyone just stopped working because they were like, oh, my God, Michael Jackson is dead. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was my, only 50. Yeah. My dad actually had a really strong response. Like, I guess he was like in the car and the radio said it. And then my sister was in the back seat. And my dad was like, "Good fucking riddance." Oh my god! Whoa! Because he's like, now he, he won't he won't prey on children anymore. Oh, wow. there's that. Uh, yeah, there is that. So but here's <laughs> okay. It's, but then that's a strong reaction. Yourself. Yeah, but it, it's strange <laughs> because because like my dad doesn't he didn't seem to have strong re- responses about anything uh, like so it was weird that Michael Jackson was like a hot button issue for right. him. Okay, so a celebrity dies, right? And they might be Michael Jackson. Is it... It's strange because I think, you know, every five years another Michael Jackson documentary comes out and each one gets more and more incriminating. And you're like, I think he really had something to do with these young boys' lives. Um, And then another one will come out and you're like, oh, it's even more damning. And then Michael Jackson dies and then everybody was like, oh, but like... He was the greatest. Right. So it's like this weird in memoriam that everybody has, right? Like yeah. it really I, I think it really depends on what level, you know, where you stand on and not necessarily where you stand on issues, but what level of uh what what you're gonna take from it. Like let's say like Led Zeppelin. They did a bunch of shitty things to young girls back in the seventies. Yeah. Some people just the, Think of them as beloved old musicians now, you know, like it really depends on where your trigger is, I guess, mm-hmm. like what, yeah. where you're going to where you want to fall on that. So some people say good riddance in their car good while they're warming up their car riddance. on the way to school. <laughs> yeah. And other people are just shocked uh, at, at it and being like, this is so weird. Like for me, it was Kobe. I don't know oh anything about God. Kobe. I was never like a basketball fan or anything, but that was just like. That was shocking. Just like flip my world around. It was just such a weird, random thing that I'm like, nothing makes sense anymore. And that, I mean, that was absolutely a surprise too. Yeah. Like anybody could have seen that accident coming. I think plane crashes are just devastating to hear about. Well, it's a helicopter, which is even worse. And I mean, with Kobe, I think what made it so sad was not even just that, but it was like Kobe and his His daughter daughter died. And so like, I just felt bad for like his white, well now widow, like, I just can't imagine in the span of, like, an hour, because I think she didn't she, even find out from the police. Didn't she find out from the news or from, from Twitter or something? TMZ. Like, that's so traumatizing to be like, oh, by the way, part of your family, not even just one person, but part of your entire family is just gone. And, like, the whole world knows about it. And you're kind of the last person to know at this point. Like, that must have felt so surreal. I'd be like, this is a fake story. If I don't know it, this can't right. be real. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so. I really felt but that it's moment. Also, I was there. <laughs> it really has to do with your attachment to the celebrity because, I mean, Michael Jackson, people have 
so many feelings about Michael Jackson, whether, you know, people hated him or whether he was, you know, people's Santa Claus. Like some people viewed him as like a mythical figure in their life as if they knew him. Yeah. Like Michael was like coming every year to bring presents to them in the form of albums. Well, you, you know, know, he healed the world. He healed the world. Did I mean, he? mine was <laughs> mine was um, Aliyah because that was oh like my God. horribly tragic. And it was kind of, I think, for me, the first like, I don't know, young celebrity that I was really familiar with who um, like died surprisingly and horrifically. And I just felt so sad about it like i had no there i don't know there i didn't really know what to do with my feelings about that and about at that time and when you listen to Aliyah's music now it's still not on spotify but you're like wow she really was so dope she was so good yeah she so was. then when you think yeah. about the fact that she died at that young age it's just it seems even more tragic that the albums ended and the music ended and yeah i agree and i think it was so Aliyah's death that was another shocking one but I think it was also sad because she had like escaped R. Kelly basically because I remember like at the time like I didn't know like this is before like obviously all of the R. Kelly stuff came out and before like the documentary that like clearly documented his history of like both like sexual and physical abuse of these young women but like I remembered like hearing rumors about like oh R. Kelly and Aliyah are married and like it just in interviews and stuff, it seemed like something wasn't right there, but I couldn't put my finger on it because I didn't know exactly what happened. But I remember when she like finally broke away from him and was like working with Timbaland and Missy Elliott and like was making like legitimately really good music. And so it was a shame to be like, oh, look, you're actually like free and an adult and living your life like apart and away from this horrible predator. And then like, and then her life ended. Yeah. Just cut short. Also, didn't Queen of the Dam like get released like after, after? Yeah, yeah. like posthumously i I believe i think so yeah 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 yeah. man this happened 20 years ago you guys have i can't (laughs) believe you guys remember this you never know what time to show up at the studio (laughs) this is unbelievable and you remember Aaliyah's career is it is it on this page of cosmopolitan magazine or something it's insane i'm I'm just saying i'm in awe of you it also speaks to like what to do with you know problematic heroes right and like uh sort of is it do we take a revisionist approach or Mm. can we do we do we attempt to reconcile the fact that like for example michael jackson is probably the 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 best pop star in the history of music and then reconcile that with what he probably did most likely you know someone like Aaliyah, we don't really have to reconcile anything because her life was cut short. Yeah. I mean, Selena. R. Kelly aside, Selena. she... Oh, Selena. Oh, don't Selena. get me started with Selena. Selena's a tragic one. Right. That one, oof. Yeah, that was hard. That was very hard because that was in the mid-90s and I was a kid in Mexico. So you can't even imagine oh my God. how rough that was. That was really bad because she was also one starting out. She was 23 years old. So this is... She was about to break... It, you know, into the mainstream. She just crossed over to to the American crowd and sh- and everything seemed to be going well for her. And then just and, and I think the worst part about it is that she was killed by somebody who was like just just had these uh, really bad like mental problems, narcissism, mm-hmm. uh, some sort of borderline. I mean, I don't know exactly anymore, but it was along the lines where it just seemed so unnecessary and it happened. And in a poor, innocent woman died from that. And so 
that hurt everyone. And then she became like a saint from that. Even right. though she was just a regular woman, she wasn't like a bad person. She wasn't like a saint, but she was just a regular, nice, sweet, down to earth woman. And right. with her faults and her flaws and everything like that. But man, she just became a saint from and that. And then, on. She, yeah, then people like her, she really is just an angel. Yeah. To everyone. You oh, know, yeah. like they just, you, they, you can only really think of her like that right like as like she blessed us and now she's gone right now we're watching her ascend it's like <laughs> right. the yeah. strangest thing also i mean there was a lot of hits that everybody had to take in the 90s because then princess die died wow did that affect you it did really? I, I feel like i remember it so much on the television and my mom loved princess die so much yeah that was like another thing you know that and you just were watching the footage of the car like they had some pictures. They just of kept. The I just vaguely remember Carter that that Bridge. image of the car yeah. crash, like the the fallout. You know, mm-hmm. was like on constant replay. It's so funny because I remember watching that, like, or rather watching like the footage, and then I remember like watching actually part of the funeral. Because yeah. I, yeah, I remember they like had aired it live, but obviously it was in the UK. And but it's it's so interesting about Princess Diana's death because like I do remember feeling like shocked but i could it was one of those things that i couldn't really process and i feel like now it's one of those things where like after the fact because of like harry and Meghan markle when they did the whole interview sit down with oprah like now it like puts it in such a different context where it's like wow her life really was like kind of fucked up in terms of like how she was basically like forced into being in this gilded cage with the royal family and how like awful like charles treated her and like how awful the family in general yeah, treated the her. family were so the family was awful the tabloids were awful and like it's sad that like she finally was able to like escape all of that and be with dodi right dodi fayed is yeah that the guy who like may or may not be may or may not have been her lover i know that they didn't really make that clear i think all. he was I, i'm pretty sure he they were dating because okay. they're, they're like the, the last pictures of them are like what on like a boat together or something like they have this like lovers weekend or retreat so and they're, they're kind of yeah. seeing each other a little bit and yeah. then this happened yeah out of nowhere which was another but was crazy it surprise. out of nowhere because everybody's like the royal family it was an inside job they were trying to kill her Oh, I, people are saying that. Oh, people yeah, people are saying yeah. that. People are saying that. Like, Me and Calvin today? are saying that. Yeah. I don't. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not on your Reddit's. <laughs> Kys, John. Come on. <laughs> or then there's like the death of someone you didn't like. For instance, like when you're younger, and I was. I'm a little bit younger than some of us here, <laughs> but. Seriously, by minutes. I'm just <laughs> going to look away. But while I say this. Speak up, Anna. They can't hear you. They've fallen asleep. Get Turn up your hearing aid, guys. Here. So, so as like a youngin, I, of course, discovered Nirvana. But I didn't. I didn't like live. You didn't live his passing. I didn't live his passing. I only like read his journal. We didn't live his passing either. We oh. were like. Oh. <laughs> How old? Wait, Calvin. Okay, so Calvin, Calvin Love. Well, no, we can't name. say this on the podcast in case agents are listening. But uh, well, we kind of did. I mean, we. I mean, I Calvin feel like- was in his thirties at the time. <laughs> That's what I pretty much imagined because I. I've always like when I first met Calvin ten years ago, he was thirty, and, <laughs> and he's still when Kurt Cobain passed away, he was also thirty, and he's the he's our Keanu. Pretty much, is that right? Isn't that crazy? Keanu Reeves is like fifty something, and he, he looks, looks so. Don't change the subject. <laughs> Calvin is our Keanu. Is that what you said? Yes. 
right. Sure. Because Keanu's like 50-something. He still looks like good. Yeah, you're our Jennifer Lopez. Thank that's you. Better. There we go. That's, that's better. better. I'll take that. No, that. Oh, yeah. I will wear a Versace dress. That's for sure. Jennifer Lopez, that would be really sad death. Oh my God! I shouldn't don't say, even say that. Like don't that. Yeah, well, why, why are you doing this? I don't know. Get I out of my podcast. Okay, we need to. We need to take the computer that we're recording this from, and we got to bury it outside. <laughs> <laughs> and say a prayer. Um, exactly. I actually did get these rosaries earlier. So, um, from, wait, from John? No, like we went to that beach, and like I guess because everywhere in Long Island has like a tiny memorial to nine eleven. There was a memorial to 9-11, and then there were these rosary beads. Whoa. Were you supposed to take them? (laughs) I assume, yeah. Okay, this says, turn minutes into decades of peace. Yeah, that's how I did it, by taking it, and I brought it here. What does it say? For Six continents? For our celebrity death episode? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, this is our celebrity death episode. Does anyone have any other celebrity Rosary deaths beads? that they want to project? Uh, I was really traumatized <laughs> I like when Jesus died. It was really hard on me. <laughs> I don't know if I was ready. And then even though he said he was coming back three days later, I just don't know. <laughs> and how did that work out for you? Okay, why? So I was, re- I was just re-watching... Um, Arrested Development clips because um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Jessica Walter yeah. she's very very funny and you know she's the mom she's the voice of the mom on Archer oh. too yeah. and both characters I mean those if you watch a montage of the mom from Arrested Development it is just like pure comedy how like, old was she Jessica Walter she was like eighty something yeah. though so okay. it was it was sad I wouldn't say that that was surprising because her husband had died Ron Liebman. Um, wow, who, you know a lot about her. Oh yeah, love me some JW. <laughs> no, but she, no, but she's. I, uh, no, I see. Like, I always liked her in movies, and I thought she was a great actress. And I remember her husband because uh, I hadn't seen him in as much. Stuff. How Kevin, old how are old you? are you? <laughs> so you were there when Jesus died. We should go. I don't think I we're should going go. yet. I don't think we get I no. should go into the light. She is. I actually That's also. That's only for Selena and Aaliyah. I watched her yeah, on talk show true. clips as well. She is like, she's like, an, you know, anybody who uh, is still in the business at her age, they have such an enormous career mm-hmm. and they have a- true talent because starting out they couldn't just be one thing they had to be 10 things they couldn't just be a social media person or just an actress or just a singer like you got to do everything that's true why you are you know? looking at me when you say I, these I things feel, <laughs> i feel like, like that's still true to this day though <laughs> i feel like you just can't just be funny anymore you have to also learn graphic design yeah, yeah you but have to learn podcast but a lot editing. of people like make it because they have i take great photos in tank tops who's or, making it who are these Bella people? Hadid. Who's Judy Bella Hadid? Hadid? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Grandma, open your social media. You remember when Cobain died. <laughs> now who's old? <laughs> I do not. Actually, I do not remember when Cobain died, but I do remember when Aaliyah died. Is that that it was? Stop trying Kelly, to look younger. I remember younger. when Cobain died. I, Stop I, it. No, I was not aware. Oh, do you guys remember? I don't know if you guys know this. I was not raised in America. Okay. She was living um, in China at the time. I, That's I came. I, I, I was. I came to America. Yes, like. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. And <laughs> <laughs> Hello, New York. And that was me. That was me. I did was like, I learned English by watching Friends. And the Police Academy movies. Oh, Michael Winslow. I hope he doesn't die. Uh, okay, what about celebrities that people forgot have died or kill them off again? Remember when Gene Wilder got killed off like four times? Like, no. People kept forgetting he died and posting this random article 
on Facebook, like, and everybody was like, no, he already died really? like two years ago. And people were like, oh, I was just finding it out now, <laughs> which is stranger. Like, I, I, like so, somebody put it up wrong and then everybody saw it and was like, oh man, Gene Wilder. So every time you just think about it, you just get depressed again. Right, like you can live that death again. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure he already died. And he did. He did. Oof. So you can't. I don't even know what year he died, but I, I know. Either. I know it happened. It wasn't. It wasn't that long it wasn't ago. Long ago. I mean, I've rewatched the Carrie Fisher, uh, Debbie Reynolds documentary probably like ten oh. times. They died within a day of each other, though. That yeah. was crazy. That's that was really crazy. Sad. To watch the documentary now, it it just. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. It's even more. I mean, but it's such a loving, joyful documentary yeah. in their relationship, and it's yeah. so funny. But mm. it, it it's like it gets more and more poignant every time I see it because it's just so sad that they. Carrie Fisher was a sad death. Yeah, yeah I Carrie agree. Fisher was a and also one. Joan Rivers was a very sad. Oh, I was say, yeah. you know, it's weird. I was actually shocked by that, even though I know I shouldn't have been because she was so old. But I think it's because she was like she's so hearty working. Yeah, but yeah. she was so old. Like, but she was doing well so old. Yes. Wait, is it like she could have done it for another 30 years? Exactly. She was still working like what, nine, 10 months out of yes, the year? She was just on the road working. And I was like, there's yep. no way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Gene Wilder died in 2016 and his real name was Jerome Silberman. Ah. Hmm. Oh, you know what I was sad about? Cicely Tyson. I mean, I was surprised, but I was sad. <laughs> this is a great episode that's shaping Just up. Just us remembering, be like, who but died? But Cicely Tyson is another one who you still saw working, and on camera, she, I mean, she looks remarkably I mean, young for her age. She died at like 90-something, and she was like in How to Get Away with Murder, and I was like, she looks good. Yeah. And she was still vital. Yeah. You know? Mm. Well, you know, you never from who the bell tolls. So what, <laughs> is do we, that what it is? <laughs> what are we gonna do the next time? Uh, our next beloved, you know, like like Betty White, her number. Oh, up don't soon. even say her name. I said it. I'm sorry. I did. I'm uh, pretty but I'm sure. Not saying, I'm not. I mean, she's a ghost. I think she's already passed. She's already she's died. Just, she's like still living. For here. whom the bell tolls. <laughs> now who we are should you, go. Who's who are you most worried will die? Honestly, Betty White. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> I, I I think about it like more than I should have because it. We will do be... check on in, in on her all the time. Right? I mean, I make sure she posts on Twitter, and I'm like, okay, yeah. good, she's all right. But okay. like, it's gonna be weird because like, I think it's gonna be she's 99. Dick Van Dyke. That will be a big one for me. Oh my god, true. Dick Van Dyke. Ugh. Yeah, man. He's also like what 92. He's like 94, 95. I believe he's 99. No, <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has a great memory. I was trying to show my prowess. She's a part of it too. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. It. I'm gonna say Dick Van Dyke is 99 years old. That's it. Bam. That you don't even have to check it. I don't want. I don't want him to die. No, he's gonna make it. I mean, he still dances like as well. Like, did you see him the fucking Mary Poppins reboot? He, yeah, and he was killing it dancing. I was like, chill. You better work. And Actually, he is 99. He's 95. Okay. Okay. So he has four more years to go. <laughs> so that's really good. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years. Dick Van Dyke for president. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Let's never do a celebrity death episode again. No. That was a lot of us just saying names. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>